What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone, so go grab that stick, go grab a glass, whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at smokeworld50. Send those emails to smokeworld50 at gmail.com. Today, we're live on the back porch. I'm sitting with my man P-Dub and J-Dub. That's correct. You heard it correctly. P-Dub and J-Dub. What's up, fellas? Yo. What's going on? How you feeling tonight? Yo, for the Germans out there, du bitch for scheitze. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For the Russians. Coming out the gate. Stone, if I may. This is a warning shot from J Dub. That this <laughs> yeah. show might get a little raw, a little hey, rough. No, no, there is no etiquette. Hey, say what you want to say, do how you want to do it. Everything goes. So get ready to get cold. a rough, tough conversation. Mm. Or maybe not. They yeah. better know. Who knows? This, this may cold. this may be the biggest waste of your time that you won't get back ever. You just hey, exactly. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But what we're doing is uh, we're smoking, we're drinking. Uh, you know, Tell them we'll be drinking though. Yeah. For the, for those out there in the other countries, yada yada yeah, yada. Give a little brief. We're gonna let P Dub give a little breakdown on what we're drinking here tonight. Oh, no, that's not mine. It's J Dub's. Well, J Dub's. That's J Dub. But, yeah. oh, but I, I offered the cigars. Well, that's true. Well, yeah, you can, you can so, elaborate so, on the cigar that we're smoking. So, a buddy of mine does a lot of Caribbean traveling, and he knows I can't because I have a disability. So, I got him into cigars because he never smoked cigars, just cigarettes. And I'm kind of proud of that fact because he came home from a trip and he found one of those little boutique, you know, I guess small shops. Mom and pop, brick and mortar. common in that area. And he picked these up from a place called Island Cigar Factory and it's in Key West, Florida. I don't know much about it, but I think they make all their stuff on in the house. spot. Yeah. Okay. And these are uh, Churchill's with the, what I call a barber pole. Absolutely. Yes. So, Absolutely. Very good smoke. Medium body smoke, nice little drawing. It's very good smoke. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. We've been blessed with that. Well, like I said, we're gonna have, I guess, J Dub, the other Dub, introduce the whiskey that we're drinking this evening, sir. Before we go into the whiskey, right quick. Uh oh. AP Dub. Uh oh. What's our now? You have a, the, our, our host of the podcast is a Philly boy, right. or as we say, Philly bull. Right on. And what's our word for an adjective? Oh yeah, so we're getting ready to imbibe that Jeffrey. Oh, no, exactly. not that Jeffrey. That that J- John. That John. Right oh, damn. Oh, hey, but I thought the Jeffrey was the specific John because what I've noticed about that. Now listen, I'm a white Folks, guy. I'm confused already. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to be clear that I'm a, I'm the white guy tonight. Yeah, we, got, we do have a token white person. Yes. So for those who are listening. Uh, it's we're, a di- diverse it's a di- podcast it's a di- tonight. <laughs> so what, from what I understand, the Philly Chester area noun, John, J-A-W-N, correct? Go ahead, boy. Is a universal noun. Yes. And I'm, con- I'm convinced it's to confuse the cops. Because, whoa, whoa, how did cops get to this? Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, yo, what's going on right now? I don't know. I'm just trying to add. How did cops just, get to this? I just notice things, and I notice it's <laughs> right? a floating noun, you know. But from what I understand, when you have a very specific thing that you really like, and Dubsy and I have a vodka that we share that we call that Jeffrey. Absolutely. Is that the best way I can interpret that? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting some Chester vibe around here, Philly vibe. Whoa. Okay, folks. It's all free. There's no charge. You're listening to this. You're getting a lesson again. Street lingo. So if you're listening, you don't know. Send an email. We'll send you the book. It's only twenty dollars. 
Play it out. Play it out. They give you all the interpretation. When you, when you get car stopped by the police, it tells you what to say, what not to say. So look, it's already <laughs> like the green book. So it's already, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, a, it's already taken us five minutes to finally tell the people what we're drinking. So they're thirsty. Yeah, that was, uh, okay, that, you, you know, know what? Very yeah, good segue. Little, uh, Thank you for allowing me the platform in regards to off this, 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 this auspicious event. Oh, damn. Yo, this thing we drinking right now, whoo! It's called Nika Coffee Grain for those individuals off seas or out of out of the country that like the whiskey. Now, of course, you can't call it Scotch because Scotland locked it down. But this thing here is called Nika Coffee Grain. Nika Coffee Grain. If we had a, if we could put a picture on the podcast what this thing is we will do that we will take a picture i will post it actually dubsy took one earlier in the light so he he's well, got dubsy got a cheap apple but you're not going to watch your mouth watch but so you're not telling them why one. it's a good whiskey and why it is where a good whiskey it is a good whiskey the notes on it is caramel no, you got the floral notes it's not hefty like a eyelay you can kind of put it in the range of a Speyside Lowland, no, Speyside Highland, Speyside Highland. No peak to it. It's a, it's it's a, it's a nice one, but put it with the cigar. I would, I would say it's a nice smooth drink, but it still has a little bit of that bite that I like. Because oh, don't get when me wrong. When I do an adult beverage, I don't want it to be completely smooth. Oh, I the profiles off the chain. I just want a little bit of a little bite, bite at the end to yeah. remind you that you're drinking something yes. that could kick your ass. Basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> the profiles off the chain. You're gonna get something on the back end. Not heavy. You're going you're gonna to taste it, but it's not heavy. So why is it important? You haven't told them where it's from yet. Right. Uh, sorry, it's, folks. It's a Japanese whiskey. There we go. You already know Scotland locked down the whole scotch-ish. But the history, we're not going to go there. But it's a nice Japanese. It's not Suntory. It's not Habiki. It's not Tory. It was that... um. What's the uh, Yamazaki? It's plugged with that whole area somewhat, but give it a yo, shot. it's a nice. It's it's nice. It's real nice. I do concur with that. It, it's a very smooth, uh, very smooth whiskey. Uh, it's pairing well with the cigar. So thank you, sir. Yeah, I figured out why you did this podcast. Uh oh. Whenever you go sit with some people and have a conversation, you get treated. Don't tell anybody. My secret now. <laughs> don't, folks. If you're listening, don't believe it, but believe it. I'm in a <laughs> yeah, 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 but believe it. Right, right, right. Believe it, but don't believe it. Oh, and for the German out here, we we we're drinking Spaten mm. Lager. Lager. It's nice. And yes. And Dubsy's doing it right. He let it get to some, warm up a little bit. Not oh, absolutely. Just, you know, in true German form. Yeah, you absolutely. don't want to drink that cold. It'll be too Oh, tight. no, no, no. We're not doing it in Germany. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that in Germany. Well, we ain't doing it here. <laughs> we following the German format. Right on. Absolutely. Huh, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. You got some music playing in the background, uh, P-Dub. He does got his mix. I don't know if you can hear it. You may be able to hear it a little bit in the I background. I can take it up a notch if it's not going to interrupt. I don't think so. We'll find out when we uh, when so folks are listening. Let them know this on uh, uh, it's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, right? And it's uh, it's under Patrick Peter Warner. I guess everybody's got my last name. I'm going to get doxed. Oh well. Yeah, we got him. I'm already on SoundCloud, so it's You're too right. late. And by You're the right. way, if somebody wants to steal my identity, 
please do. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be worse off than you think. <laughs> can you help a brother? Can you help me? <laughs> no, but uh, this is, if you can hear the music, it's one of the mixes I made when I used to DJ at the Cigar Lounge in Wilmington. Well, let's go and let's, okay, you say used to. So we're going to kind of, so how long ago was that? Say used I'm going to say, I think it was eight years ago, roughly. I think Bigger it was around ago? 2012 True. I stopped. Well, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, it was because a, a, a disability started to present its symptoms, physical disability, a kind of mu- muscular dystrophy, okay. progressive muscle disease. So it's just slowly getting worse, but it doesn't hurt. So there's no, okay. no pain yeah, there's associated. No pain. Okay. But it just, I, I tried to keep DJing, but let me say it this way. I have a lot of wonderful friends that support me with this, but when it takes three people to get you there and set up for you, and then a different set of three because maybe they can't stay all night right it takes the fun out of it even though everybody's being generous with their time and energy to help me yes you get it but the other thing is you can't do house music like we're listening to sitting down you gotta stand up and own the room and own the rig to do the beat matching and get the energy um, so I tried DJing a little bit longer just doing like 60s, 70s, 80s, okay. 90s hits and standards that you would imagine with those decades gotcha and that worked for a little while and then it just I'm not saying I won't do it again, but it just, I guess tedious would be the word. You know, okay. and you can't be a good DJ if you're feeling all tedious. How's that energy going to fill that room? Gotcha. You know? How long did you DJ for? Uh, I, I, so that's a funny story. I had a restaurant client in Wilmington, and in 2007, we were marketing a Friday Night Live musical act. Okay. And the guy bailed. A couple of days in advance, fortunately. So I went online and found this little iPod mixer where you could put two iPods in right. and crossfade between them. I'd never DJed in my life. I've always made mixtapes, and I have a, an ear for okay, music. For music. Yeah. So I just said, and a buddy of mine had some extra speakers, 18-inch PVs, okay. and, a, and a Yamaha power source, and he gave it to me. And from then on, it just happened. But I got to tell you, I was the world's worst DJ for the, most of the time. Well, I mean, when did you start that? What year was that? Well, you remember when you had it? 07. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was 37 at the time. Okay. And had never done it before, but I was pitching in to help a client. Right. And I loved it. And by world's worst DJ, I mean, I hadn't figured out how to beat match, uh, crossfade. Right, how to blend the how music. How to use the mixer. Right. Right. I kept turning the, turning the main source down to jump to the next song. and I, I learned a lot. But it was at a restaurant that's closed now, Emeritage, where they would let me DJ to try and bring people in. It never really worked. That's why it closed. Not because of me, but it just wasn't a spot. <laughs> Maybe it was because of it me. It makes you clarify that. I mean, I'm, that I'm, self, because of you. I'm self-deprecating. I'll, I'll take it. You know what? I take that as an honor. But I was dropping some dubstep in there, and all of a sudden, I got the beat to match. And from then on... It was fine. Yeah. And I just had to realize you had to beat match to the high hat keeping the bass in tune because mm-hmm. otherwise you'd have what I learned was called a train wreck you know yeah. where all the hyzers just slamming into each other so, words don't match up with words but I'm one of these guys that just decides hey I'm going to give this a shot so when I, did, when I did my own podcast which doesn't exist anymore I just said let's do it you know why wow. not have some fun and you know what yeah, sure you definitely gotta have some fun well and I'm one of those guys that has no problem making mistakes and getting embarrassed because every one of those things teaches you yes experience if, if it's great easy teacher. you take it for granted and you, you know you never lose that but I, I was nervous before every show and I felt like if that didn't happen then I should probably quit 
like because I liked it so much and I didn't want to mess up everybody's night. Right. And so just like this podcast, it began a little rough because Dubsy went off the rails. But whenever I had a show start smoothly, I knew I was in trouble. Because the halfway through tonight, something jumped off. People would request songs and get upset that I didn't have a song, and I would say, "Well, do you have a radio in your car?" And they'd say, wow. "Yes," and I'd be like, "Well, go listen to the song." In oh, there. Uh, he was that DJ. He right, was that guy. Right. But <laughs> but if the show started off bumpy, I knew it was going to be a good night. Okay. So yeah, it was a really good experience. And what's neat about it is it's more social than you think. Yes. Even is. though you're stuck back there, you get to know people. I got a lot of friends on Facebook that way. Yes. Um, but here's the secret to anybody that doesn't DJ. Just because we're behind our speaker stack doesn't mean we can't hear you. I can tell you, I heard some nasty things said about my sets that they thought I couldn't hear. <laughs> so based on that whole experience, uh, is there any tips that you can give to somebody who's thinking about getting into DJing? What would you recommend well, based on your experience and yeah, your bumpy so, roads? So there were a couple of local DJs that I loved. And I met one of them playing his set. And the other one was on the floor dancing with me to house music. And... The two of them really didn't go out of their way to teach me because it's kind of territorial, but make some friends with some guys that do it and just talk to them and hang out, especially if you're a fan. They're going to appreciate it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, also, I just love music. I love sharing music and I love talking about music. Okay. That helped because I'm no good at playing music and I can't sing. <laughs> so what I called it really, I wasn't DJing. I was just sharing songs I thought you would like, Gotcha. especially with house music because I would just hear a song go on iTunes and it kept telling you you might like this track mm -hmm. so I'd buy 20 of those because the 10 second clip I was like this is going to be a good one I'd go out and exercise and listen to them all and audition them Okay. and maybe out of the 20, 15 of them were good and 5 would throw away gotcha. and, but I couldn't tell you the names of any of the songs or who made them, I just liked how they sounded you know? and so this, this mix is an example of that and what I would play that at, sounds good. at the lounge in Wilmington so yeah, wow. thanks for letting me share that story. Oh, man, but the bigger story for everybody is whether it's DJing or whatever, if there's something you want to do, just do it. Okay. And you don't even have to like go learn it. Like If you want to bartend, it'd probably be better to go to the restaurant and say, look, I want to learn to bartend, and you take all the bad shifts and you learn. Don't go pay money for a bartender school. It's not the same. Because right. whatever you learn there is going to be messed up by the time you get there. Yeah. Because each restaurant's its own yeah. way. Yes, it is. So the bottom line is whatever you want to do, whether it's write or paint, or try a new career. Go don't, for it. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Because you're already miserable where you are. Yeah, life is short. Or maybe you're not, not promised. Yeah, or you want to just augment your life and have other facets to yourself, other skills, other... I mean, look, I had a conversation about something that if I hadn't done it, we wouldn't be talking about. That's very true. Even though it's in my past now. Well, and, maybe yes and no. Well, yeah, you're right. Not I'm not saying no, not right. now is what I'm saying. You still have the skill set. Yeah, and I'm saying not now. Right. Instead of no. And that's another good attitude to have. Absolutely. You never know. So I appreciate you letting me share that. Oh, definitely. This was all about having a conversation, light a cigar, have a conversation. But that's actually how Dubsy and I met. Because he came in one night, I was wearing my cowboy boots. <laughs> Go ahead, preach the thing, dude. Preach he, it, boy. He had his cowboy preach boots the thing, on. boy. And he, and he and his guys thought I was this big, arrogant, you know, standoff dude, you know, 6'2", 250 with cowboy boots. <laughs> dude, I don't look like a DJ, trust me. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what you might think. And, but he was wearing his cowboy boots, and I think we hit it off that night. Yeah, right, we hit it off that night. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, re and, and connected ever since. Oh, on top of, let me say this for the podcast. On top of P Dub, military child, Army brat, specifically. Army brat specifically. Mm -hmm. And for those that's out there that listening, you know we got some listeners out there 
I never served, to be clear. But right, no doubt. Oh, yeah. oh, I got that. I got you. For those that's out there that listen to the podcast, and we have a lot of members of the podcast that are military brats as well, you already know the connection. Color is no, we're not going politics, but color is no issue. It's about connection, cigars, and this. Conversation. Yes. Well, and, and, and my mom hates that I have smoked cigars, but <laughs> when my disability kicked in, the friends that have helped me the most, and this is not knocking any other friends that have helped me or didn't help me, I'm okay with that too. Right. Are my cigar brothers of the leaf, as we call them. Yes. Um, and so she's like, wow, those are great friends. They're amazing people. They're generous. They help but I don't everybody. like the smoke, Patrick. Oh, but, but I said, <laughs> I, if I hadn't started smoking cigars, I wouldn't have met the most amazing yeah. people ever. And my theory on that is, you get a good cigar, average 40, 45 minutes. If you can't sit there with somebody for 45 minutes and have a, com- a conversation that's worth having, yes. or put up with somebody trying to go all alpha on you, right? <laughs> then they don't stick around. So what you end up doing is meeting some amazing people. And our lounge in particular has everybody from every background and business career. <laughs> so that's fun because it's not like we're going out with all of the office crew and having right. the same conversations we just did an hour ago. So I think the social aspect of cigar smoking is a very powerful thing. And our lounge is probably 70% black, probably. Okay, we can dumb dumb it down to 60. Yeah, it's still a majority, but it's also in a part of the city that's mostly white. So when they they first moved in, some of the people that I know up in that neighborhood were kind of turning their noses up. Of course, For two reasons. There was a new element in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. and there was a cigar lounge in the neighborhood, so it was a double whammy. What they weren't upset, what what bothered them, and I wouldn't call it racist. I would call it, there was this new thing in the uncomfortability, that, right? Yeah, but right there, you know, I, I still had to like rein them in on some of their attitudes. I said, look, you have a bunch of people in our part of the city now that have the ability to roll up a ten dollar bill and set it on fire. Mm. So there's some money rolling in now. Yes. And oh, they, yeah. they're going to use the restaurants around the lounge because the lounge doesn't serve food. So, like, the cigar culture really, even though they say that tobacco is bad for you, which it is, right. th- there's a lot of yeah. really positive energy around the cigar community. And some of the most amazing people I've met are the cigar folk. And then my friendship with Dubsy and my bus, as I call them, which are my <laughs> black cigar friends. Right. <laughs> well, 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 right? I just noticed things. No, that's good. I, no, I, I like just, that good acronym. Keep it real. I just happen to notice that. Right. I'm not judging it or anything. No. But we've gotten into some real rich conversations um, on current events, usually, and then also back into the history of the European worldview versus the African worldview. And I keep saying that if everybody in the world, but specifically in the U.S. right now in the current times, mm-hmm. would just go meet people that aren't like them right, and, try to, and try to build a relationship, Have a conversation. that's more important than a new activist group or a new government policy because we're, we're doing the real thing, you know, and I think you have to have courage to do that. And then just like we are skirting issues right now, you also have to be willing to make fun of each other and push each other. But just because you're doing that, you might find out that person's an asshole when you're making a friend. That's well, you know true. what? If the person's an asshole and you say, I don't want to be your friends, it has nothing to do with anything else because everybody can be an asshole to yes. somebody. 
So this is a lot of the stuff I pulled in from being a cigar smoker. And I started smoking cigars around 2007 also. Okay. Yeah, I got invited to a cigar dinner. And I was like, I'll try it. The first cigar I had, even though I've messed it all up, I was like, I can do this. You, just do you recall what cigar it was? No. If, 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 if anything, I could say a Cuba Cuba. But okay. That's, that, okay, those, so that's, that's sweet. Yeah, But probably. huge, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I have a wide palate. Like, gotcha. I bought a box deal once, and I hated that. Because I was stuck with that same cigar, and it was a double a hero LFD. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Hold on, dude. you know that shit ish though. <laughs> you know that shit ish. <laughs> I like. The, you know, I you like, know, like, when I first met you, you was on that LFD air, hard. Yeah, but air hard. Ben, Airbenders and Coronados. Airbender, right? Yeah. Airbenders. But yeah. dude, when you're stuck with twenty yeah, double heroes that are two hour smokes and they're <laughs> too strong to give to friends, <laughs> yeah. I, I said I'll never do a box ever again. <laughs> right. I have a wide palate anyway. Are we allowed to say yes, online companies? Sure. Okay. One of the best things I did was the Thompson Cigar okay. $30 subscription. Mm -hmm. I get five quality sticks once a month, and they're always random. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you end up with something again later, like an Oliva V shows up. Mm -hmm. But I love it because I'm finding things that I never knew existed, and I'm not a research guy. Right. I let things come to me. Gotcha. <laughs> That's Smart why you don't, don't pit me down on facts. Cause I'm oh, no, no, you're an anthropologist by, by trade, though. Yeah, so... Well, not trade, but... Education. education. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you heard the problems about education. So you learn that there's a lot of good things around the world or right in your neighborhood that are worth enjoying or at least looking into. And you don't and if you don't like it, that's okay. That's fine. Right. Don't suffer. So Could I make a clarification right quick? Yes, sir. Smoke world. Um we're talking Wilmington, Delaware. Oh right, not North Carolina. Not North Carolina. <laughs> right, not North Carolina. No a, shade on Wilmington, North Carolina. So a lot a, of history. I have, a, I have a friend who's in dispatch for the city, mm -hmm. and he gets calls all the time from people in North Carolina. But they'll call up and say, "Hey, I put a mattress out, and you didn't pick it up." And he's like, "Well, what street do you live on?" And they'll say Waldorf and Astoria, and he's like, "Well, we don't have those street names in Delaware." Are you in North Carolina? <laughs> so whenever they Googled the phone number, he would have he would get city problems from Yo, that city. That is so ironic you said that because my spouse, if y'all don't know, Rose, for those that listen on a podcast on a regular, my spouse is from Wilmington, North Carolina. And just like Wilmington, Delaware, they have a Market Street. Rose was born right off Market Street in Wilmington, North Carolina. Like the same streets that they have here in Wilmington, Delaware, they have in Wilmington, North Carolina. So sometimes I see what you're saying Aren't as far you a as the Wilmington segue. Boy? Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm a Wilmington, like Delaware. Delaware, yeah. Unfortunately, mm. unfortunately. All right, we're boring these people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not at all. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give them a little education. We're gonna shout out the lounges. I'm gonna try to go down a quick list. Go ahead. Give me if I, you know, if I forget somebody. I'm not gonna give the locations because yeah, I don't why, have that's specific why locations. Names, oh, we talking the tri-state well, area. Well, understand, you know, the area that we we smoke in. Again, okay. we're here in uh, Delaware. Uh, I think the land you guys was talking about Sakar. Sakar. Okay, we got Sakar. 1624 North Dupont Street. Okay, Wilmington. now if he knows, I'm gonna start naming stuff. He just now hit that address. I don't know if he's gonna know the address of the rest of these, but I'm gonna name the lounges. Uh, like I said, we got Sakar. We have E Square. We have uh, Tobacco Field, what we call Tobacco Field 2. Uh, we have Spartan. And we have a new cigar lounge, Cigar Sessions. Is that in Middletown? That's Middletown, a, Yeah, that's right. brand new. This opened up actually yesterday. And today is, we're recording just today. It's Friday, I can uh, give, October I can 9th. give areas in regards to Sakar, Wilmington, Delaware. Yes. Spartan, Elkton, Maryland. Cigar e Sessions, Middletown, Delaware. Delaware. And E-Square is New is on. 
Newark-ish. Newark yeah. yeah. Wilmington, Newark-ish, Kirkwood Highway. We yes. can use that. So, yeah. folks, if you're listening and you're in the area, you know, if you're in that vicinity, one of those lounges, go check them out. And we Again, can, it's always important to support the brick and mortar. Like I know you guys, like I said, based on, I mean, here we say this all the time about the pandemic. You know, the pandemic came upon us, so we were ordering online by default. But now things are starting to open up slowly. It's important to go out and support these lounges. You know, the brick and mortar, this is where we and, get to meet our folks. And I've had folks. the same experience in every lounge. Yeah. Meeting all these great people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. It's all about I mean, the experience and the conversation. You take a stick, take a drink, whatever you're drinking, whether it be coffee, soda, juice, tea, whiskey, sit down and have a conversation. That's awesome. And this, and this current event and the current you know, temperature we're in, you know, again, all we need to do is have a conversation, folks. Mix, mix it up. That's it. Change it up a little but bit. But it does take courage, but it's worth the risk. And I, again, as an Army brat, I know I have an advantage there because I was we moved 17 times, 18 times in 20 oh, wow. years. So I had to mix it up all the time. Mm. And a lot of the army, all the army bases I lived on, there were mixed race couples. Oh yeah. And yeah. it wasn't just black and white; it was Puerto Rican uh, and diverse, Asian, whatever. Group. So when I first came back to Delaware in '89 and went to the mall, and there were some mixed race couples in there, they'd always get that second look over the shoulder when they passed by. Mm-hmm. And so even mm-hmm. in '89, there was still like this that that stigma or whatever. Yeah, you want that to call it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my exposure, I understand that I had an advantage because. I never grew up in one spot, but I've noticed when people grow up in one spot and they grow up with their people around them, mm-hmm. a lot of those barriers form. Yes. Not necessarily because of evil or meanness, but you're just stuck in your silo because that's what you know. Yeah. And, and Comfortability. In fact, talk about the band that y'all was you was with oh. back in the day. So yeah. I, I did a little punk band in West Point, New York, and I was the throat. Right on the hustle. Again, I, I can't sing, so I, I call myself the throat. And don't take that <laughs> the throat. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, that that Nixon shit. Yeah, not you, that Nixon you, shit. You need to clarify. Hey, Clarification. If I may, I still have my gag reflex. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog. Yes. <laughs> no, but it was a neat uh, cross section of several different kinds of cultures. Uh, so on army bases, if there's almost like a class system, enlisted field officers officers mm-hmm. which are Absolutely. once you hit colonel full bird i think that's where they're not field officers anymore it may be lieutenant colonel doesn't matter lieutenant colonel's field officers okay, but yeah. colonels is yeah. more so administrative my dad was a field officer so we lived in a middle class neighborhood our guitarist mark his dad was enlisted so he lived up in stony lonesome which is where all the enlisted folk were parked <laughs> but our drummer his dad was a general mm. now housing on the army base is based on your rank his dad was a general. They had a basement. We, ha- I had two siblings plus me, so they're three kids. Our house only had two be- or three bedrooms, master mm-hmm. bedrooms. So, and then Mark's house was tiny. So it wasn't, was it wasn't Storm King. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know about I mean, Storm King. Yeah, yeah. No. it was right across no. the river. But nonetheless, but go ahead. So anyway, that was one. <laughs> that was one cross section through mm-hmm. the ranks. But then Mark, a guitarist, was black. Right. So we had an integrated band. I, that's a great word to use. Right. Yeah, so 1960, uh, we finally integrated our band. And he like Jimi Hendrix, huh? I'm sorry, Stoney, but with this underbite, if I, <laughs> if I sneeze, I'm going to swallow my face. <laughs> so, so anyway, we put this little band together, and it was awesome. And it, it was a neat little example of what living in a community that just really is all there together for one reason, right. Army, 
you start to not care about some of the nuances, but you're also right. not in a silo. But so, but every time I moved, I had to make a new set of friends, mm -hmm. and you just went with them. So right. that so when I suggest people go and try to make friends with people that aren't like them, don't look like them, mm -hmm. uh, don't think like them, or don't live where they live, I know it takes courage, but it's worth the payoff. And I think yes. I've said that three times, so I'm gonna no, move no, off that. No, that's yeah. a very important factor. Yeah. That's a very important very point. factor. Very yes. poignant. But go ahead. So to take it on a lighter note, just before we started the podcast, we were going to start talking about something, and I said, "Now I think we should put it on a podcast because it's, it's a cigar related." Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. You got to bring it up. Topic. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so at one of the cigar lounges, they had these Cal Calibri, Calabria, Calibri, Calibri uh, guillotine cutters that weigh cube, pounds. Cube, uh, Calibri nineteen twenty eight cube, and I call it's it red, black. You can get colors. I call them a guillotine cutter. Because yes. the, the straight side is definitely like that. And it's one of the ones you plunge the top. Well, the V-cut's on the opposite side of the straight cut. And with my disability, my hands don't work well. You got to, hold on, let me say, you got to push it, you know, Yeah, to you have cut to push it. it down to cut it. Thank you, that helps. Right. So I was doing a V-cut, and my pinky got lazy and fell into the mm. straight cut. And it took, I, honestly, I should have gotten a tattoo to make it look like a cigar because it was a perfect cut. Wow. I could have I smoked my pinky. You know, wow. but, I, but I missed the fingernail, and it was just the end of the pinky. So before, when I bought this and put it out on the porch, I nicknamed it the Moil. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. Where did where did you get the? Uh, if we can go from a, from a historical perspective, where did you get the idea? Was it when I took you to Spartan back in no. November? No, of... I just found it and liked it. But I called it. Oh, the okay. I called it the Moil because Moils performed the bris. Which is he said the brisk, no brisk, brisk, which is the Jewish. Yes, I'm with you. I, okay. yeah, I'm just laughing. So I'm an honorary Jew right now because my moil mm. circumcised my pinky. Right? <laughs> so yeah, you're laughing, and this is not made up. I think it's a wild coincidence, but it has a second victim. Yes, and, and the second victim is sitting across from me, and his name is J Dub. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. we've both been cut by this. Now we both got tested for AIDS. We're okay. We, yeah, we good. His doctor gave him a tetanus shot, and mine didn't. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's because okay, a lot well, of people. I, I, I gotta pause you right there, sir. <laughs> so when you unfortunately made this cut to your pinky, yeah, I bled you, like you crazy. required some medical attention. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah, I got the call. Blood all over the place. Oh, damn. Yay, so, folks, yay, if you're going to go out yay. and get this particular cutter, use the side of your hand. Uh, yeah, be very your palm. careful. It's not for kids. Whether be it ain't kid friendly. So 40 or 80. It's not for kids. So, so, here's the deal I've learned since then that our American fighter pilots, when they take down five bogeys, they become an ace. So, this Moyle will have a new name, Ace. As soon as it gets his fifth person. Oh no, ain't nobody, no, ain't nobody <laughs> messing with that. Ain't nobody messing with that. So anyway, be careful with them, but they're fantastic. Absolutely, cutters. they're fantastic cutters. No, no shade on the the, the the brand or anything of that nature. Just be aware. Human human error. Very good. The cube, very good cut. The the brand, no problem. Well, that's kind human of human error. It's yeah, OE operator error. Right. Um, it's not that cheap either. That's. Hundred some bucks. Yeah, that's the price. Low hundreds. Yeah, yeah, that's pricey. For but it's worth it. It self sharpens and it weighs a ton. You can put it in a tube sock and have home defense with it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that's gotcha. that's military <laughs> shit. You know that's military ish. Yeah, gotcha. for those Germans and Russians and <laughs> Latvians and all that. Gotcha. That's Security. military. Yeah, so 
put it in a sock and do work. Yeah. <laughs> Basic works. training. Basic works. training. <laughs> Basic training. Put it in a, you know, for those who flake off from the Cobra Pile. Jelly yeah, donuts. Yeah. In fact, right now I'm gonna use it. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Folks, yeah. You know what I mean? At least there's witnesses. 911 is, you know, oh, okay. Oh, he didn't take his finger. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> nice all cigar. And by the way, the V-cut thing, when I first introduced to it, I'm like, this is bougie, right? Oh, oh go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Bourgeois. Uh-huh. I've come to enjoy the V-cut the best because I feel like it takes the least amount of cigar away and if you smoke it vertically you get a good seal on it it's to me better it's than nice a punch roll. better than a straight yeah. cut yeah. so you know if you're new to cigars give it a shot but don't if you do it horizontally it, it, the air leaks out of your mouth so um, that's enough and you don't want the tar all on the side of your lips you know what I mean yada 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 if you're a slobberer and you know what I mean well, you, see, you know as a slobberer the one thing I can't do is hold a cigar in my mouth with my mouth. I start oh, yeah. I just that, start it drooling. That is a skill set. Yeah, that I is a skill set. How my, my grandmother's guy to cut her grass chewed on his cigar while he's cutting the grass. He well, never I think, I think that up, makes a difference. But he never lit it up. But here's the thing. When you chew it, when you put your teeth on it, you don't build as much saliva in your mouth. Yeah, I just I just, but you just put it in your mouth. Yeah. Are you slobbering for days? Yeah. <laughs> Spitting and all that. Spitty ish. mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no doubt about that. Oh, that's ironic you said that. For those that's in the military, specifically Army, those dippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As one who's Never a vet. Never did that. So, Never yeah. did that. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, I didn't even smoke cigarettes. <laughs> First thing I smoked was a cigar. So. Oh, yeah. oh, you were balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Roger that. And I knew enough not to inhale. So smart nah, nah. Yeah. Not no Bill Clinton. Watch Bill Clinton. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think that's Stop hating Bill. I think, I think that's yeah. violating. Yeah. Stop hating on Bill. Haterism. It's all right. Haterism. It's all right. That's all right. We ain't going to go into political, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So when the last time you guys been to the lounge? I mean, have you been uh, noticing that the lounges are either picking up, dropping which, off? Which or lounge are we talking about? any lounge. Well, I go, to, <clears throat> I go to Sycar every Tuesday. Okay. And I'm usually there from 3 to 5, so it's <laughs> I can't tell you about the weekend nights popping or whatever but we've had we usually have four of us but we've had eight or nine during the day and again back to my point of different backgrounds most of those folks are self-employed or right. salesmen that got their own on, business they can do their own thing yeah, based on those, those hours so we always talk shop the neat thing about business is whatever business you're in 70% of that business is the same business everybody else has to do, whether it's paying bills, mm-hmm. you know, doing your QuickBooks or your invoicing. Right so when somebody has a problem, we all are there to be drawn upon to see if okay. there's a solution to it. And then, of course, the interest is, what do you do that I don't do? So, gotcha. Yeah, so I'd say that I'm kind of shocked that it's been as busy, and I go once a week. Okay. And, and it's been decent. And the... The, the concierge there says that it's been pretty good. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. good stuff. Shout out to Sikar Concierge at IG, uh, Instagram. Sikar Concierge. Shout out to Lou Liga Cigar Sessions. The new joint in Middletown. Spartan Up. Spartan Up. Oh, absolutely. Omar E. Square. Omar East Square. Nick and John, Tobacco Fields. Tobacco Fields. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, folks, like I said, it's important that you go out again. 
You know, you can't hear me say this enough. Brick and mortar, baby. Go brick support and mortar. the brick and mortar. Again, this is where those conversations take place. Yeah, actually, I was doing some ordering off of Thompson's and CI, and I stopped. I just the only thing I do with those guys is that one subscription. Gotcha. Because I, I don't get out of the house often because of the disability, so it's kind of nice when they show up at the door. Right, of now the concierge at Psycare, 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 That's spelled that's spelled S Sierra India Kilo Alpha. Romeo for the military folks across right, seas. Right, right. <laughs> Sikar, S-I-K-A-R. So we keep talking about them and not the other guys. I, I've been to the other places, but once or twice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the people there very well. Right. So I, I'm sorry I keep focusing on one spot. Well, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Like I said, the whole thing again, just the brick and mortar. You know, this is where... So it's funny because Dubsy and I convinced Stone to come in and do this. Because the conversations we have, oh, absolutely. and all we've been talking about is roadmaps and you know <laughs> cigar cutters, yeah, yeah, and spelling, spelling for you guys. So, oh, man. I know. Yeah, no doubt, like I said, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about, folks. Sitting back, having a conversation, telling a story, tell a lie, whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know, that's what it's all about. Get away from the spouse. Oh, maybe you ain't bring, never lie. Bring, bring spouse you ain't with never you. lie. If you're blessed to have a spouse, I don't know if it's a blessing or Bless a curse. Blessing or a curse. Yeah. That your spouse is a cigar smoker like yourself. Hey, that's great. But if not, you know, take that little break. Hit the lounge. Light a stick up. Sit back, get your head right, and go back home and handle your business. <laughs> or just the spot you've designated at your house. Like, well, don't, right. don't just go out on the porch or on your stoop and have a smoke. Make it a spot. Yeah, again, like I said, it falls upon us now. And um, I've been, you know, I think I said this on a, uh, a podcast in the past that, you know, fire pit. One kind of thing. Oh, yes. If you're not, if, yeah, folks, you can make your own fire pit. It's very oh, easy, very inexpensive. Preach. YouTube University. If you don't know how to make one, you go to YouTube <laughs> University, type in how to build a fire pit. It's one of the best things you can build. Again, you sit back, throw some wood out there, light up a stick, enjoy the little breeze that's blowing upon your neck. Right. Got a fire going. There's nothing like inviting some friends over. And again, those are things that make lifetime memories. Yes. Yes. There's nothing Absolutely. difficult about it. It's well, nothing I, hard. I think, I think the way I met Stone was one of my driveway sip, snip. And Yo, keep, keep it going. Keep it going. Mm. Keep it going. And so don't, and don't placate. Don't placate. It's a car. You was DJing, but okay. you don't know, probably remember. I got yeah. a picture of you on my phone somewhere right on. when you DJ. But you did come to one of those. I sessions. did, yes, sir. So I so, was blessed to be invited. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Don't placate. Keep right. it going. So one of my buddies has a barber chair in his truck, and would come cut my hair. Cigar concierge. Yeah. yeah, cigar concierge. A cigar yeah. to help me out because I really couldn't go into salons or barber shops anymore. Yes. Uh, so we had the neat idea to let a bunch of people know we're doing it, and we would do haircuts. Basically, my driveway turned into so a haircut, black barbershop. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Dougie stepped on that. It turned into a black barbershop. Yes. And in my yeah, neighborhood... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but in my neighborhood, that's a little different. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. So everybody that drove... And I live on a corner, so I'm at an intersection. Everybody that dro- drove by during these things would slow down. and wonder, right. you yeah, got What's plume, going on over there? Well, you got plumes of smoke, rocks glasses full of brown liquor... And, and oh, dudes, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to say brown liquor anymore? <laughs> I'm like, that brown sugar. Oh, 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 o
That brown sugar mm. in your glass. No, but and then you had haircuts going. But it, you know, it was a really neat time, and several of the guys open carry. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was yeah, so that's a different dynamic. One day, well, no, it didn't happen all the time. But one day there was like six, six guys, six, <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, six yeah. guys on my driveway. It was, it was uh, just in case. Well, concealed carry, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> yeah, it was concealed. Just in case, I had to call a timeout, and I said, guys. My white privilege only goes so far, <laughs> so I need to know if this is the safest corner or the most dangerous corner. Hell yeah, corner it was the, the safest county. corner in that neighbor in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, oh if yeah. I have to explain this away. I need to know yeah. what I'm up against. Right. I need to have a story. <laughs> I need the background. No, but those were great times, and I got uh, to meet. Yes. So that was an extension of the lounge, because the first one was so successful. Uh, friends of friends showed up, yeah. and, and then some of those friends are now really good friends of mine. Yes. So it was like it's an extension of the community. So people knew, hey, they're going to be tasting. And people would bring different top shelf bourbons or rums, scotches, or scotches. Oh my and, and god! We'd, share. we'd slap, it. we'd slap that baby's ass each time yeah. they open a bottle. Absolutely. So. Oh, that's that's our that's our tradition. Yes, it is. Let me. Yeah, if I could, if if I could. Right. That's our tradition in our in, in our group, our specific group. That you know, you got to smack that thing. It's a ritual. Not on that. Not on those stripper I'm Atlanta. Sure, not you need that to, Atlanta. Yeah, you need yeah. to be a little more specific. About what you're speaking of. What you're slapping, does Yeah, yeah. You mean you always take us halfway to the yeah. story. <laughs> you got to break it down. They're, they're not, it's not a visual podcast yet. We didn't get to the YouTube. Right. We're going right. So, so what's audio. the tradition? Yes. Describe our it. tradition. As far as our crew within this podcast, because most of the podcast listeners, yo, you know, when we bring a bottle, let me, the etiquette is when you bring a bottle, you leave the bottle to the host. Yes. Let me say that again. Yes. You bring a bottle, you leave, you leave the, the bottle. bottle to the host. That's proper cigar etiquette, yeah. especially if you at the host's house. Okay, you keep drifting. We're so, so that's a specialty. <laughs> yeah, I know. Slap that ass. We we call it slap that ass. It's just a camaraderie type of thing that we got going on. What? That's it. No, you see, you never told him what it is. What well, before we open the bottle, we pass it around and everybody slaps the bottom of the bottle. Yes. And we crack it. Yeah, but you did. You never yeah, said thank that. You, thank you, P Dub. <laughs> now I'm notorious for jumping in, but yeah. I oh, no, 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 no. I was patient. Yes. This time. <laughs> thank you thank for you. your patience. Thank, thank you. God's gonna bless all of y'all. Yes. <laughs> And it's just a tradition that we have and it's fun. as far as camaraderie, so on and so forth. Now, here's the deeper aspect to it. When we get to talking about solving the world's problems over the cigar and the bottle, if it gets too deep where there's overstepping of ideologies or interruptions and interruptions, so on and so forth, first we shut it down. Shut what we call as Bernie Mac. You already know the rest of it. You say it, brother. The fuck up. <laughs> shut, shut up. Then whoever has the bottle at that time has the floor. Yeah, it's, the, we, it's a talking stick, but it really isn't. But Dubsy will set a timer. You get a minute to make your point. And we have to he do this. He sets the timer. No, 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 not me, not me, not me, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He needs the timer. Can't work. Yeah, no, no. We're just at what we need it right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Two yes. minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Right, two minutes. Yeah. But, it, but it really helped. That was a particularly deep conversation that night because it was that incident two or three years ago where those those dudes in the long white 
not, I wouldn't call them robes, t-shirts or whatever, pop a cop in Philly, and it had just happened, and you know they didn't know who it, it caused a lot of trouble, and right. it, it, it just happened that night before the day of our get our get together, uh-huh. and so it, you know caused, conversation, yeah, and and the conversation wasn't cantankerous. <laughs> It wasn't a cantankerous disputation, oh, right. 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 but it was hot. Mm-hmm. So I learned a trick from something I did years ago, the talking stick. And so if you guys are having great conversations and there's not any headway being made, do that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't talk unless you're holding the stick or the bottle or whatever. And you just, if you want it next, you make it known and whoever asks for it next first gets it. And right. it really helps get that conversation yes. back can, on it track. It creates structure. It creates structure. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. She gave some talking points to some other people that was interrupting some things, but we won't get into that. <laughs> well, it's not even that he interrupts. No, it's not that he interrupts us. You got that stuff. It's not that no, he... not, I'm not talking about this guy. No, 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 no. I am. He's talking about some other things that's going on right now. Okay in the world. Wow. Oh, that dude. See, you guys are doing that to me. It would be okay if he interrupted us and got to his point. But once he interrupts us, he starts taking us everywhere, which I love. But, they're going a long ride. But oh, no, I don't know how long that ride will be, and I don't know how long our listeners have to sit there and wait yeah, for the payoff. Like, Yo, what y'all talking about? What the hell are y'all talking about right now? Y'all smoking too much or drinking too much? Combination. Can I ask? Can I ask this question though? Absolutely. Questions are free. Okay. May cost you. Okay. Let me let me put it affable. Now he doesn't want the answer. No, no. I, I, I don't have no yeah. problem with the answer. Yeah. If I, I'm using a. Uh, uh, a J dub and a P dub colloquialism. Oh man, big words again. Would this be affable if I could say this? Oh, well, affable means nice. Right. Yeah. Amicable means being compliant. Compliant. Absolutely. Well, yeah. we already had those conversations right. well, on, the, on the roost. Just be affable. On the roost. Hold on, ho, ho. Let me say this. The roost. Speak about the roost. The R O O S T. Oh, this this the the, acronym. This is my porch where we hang out. And I'm, I sit at home a lot for the disability, but I set up a bird watching thing right outside my window. And so the used to be called the Soggy Dog, but I changed the name to the Roost, and that's the Rosewood Ornithological Observatory Sanctuary and Tweet Zone. Yes! Say it again, sir. Rosewood Ornithological Observatory Sanctuary and Tweet Zone. So that's the acronym that came out. Gotcha. I the worked Roost. so hard to find a letter T, yeah. and then I was like, oh my God, birds tweet. Yeah, you know, I, was, I, was avoiding, yes. I was avoiding tweet because of Twitter. Yes. No, but I, but I didn't want to use tweet at first because it was Twitter. And right. I was like, wait a minute, stop it. They have no. a bird in their logo yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. So. Twitter just came upon us. <laughs> so that's, so that's the roost. And this is a great place to get together. And, and it, it's a porch, and it's fall, a screened-in porch. But it's it's really nice place to smoke. Yes, it is, folks. And that's why I said earlier, don't just go out and have a smoke. Set up a place to smoke. Such a sanctuary yeah. where you would come. Get your head right, light your stick, again, <laughs> a glass, whatever you're drinking. Sit back and have a conversation. And of course, you always have to have music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If I can add this aspect to it, there's an anthro-historical pathology to the roost. Prior to my good buddy, my brother to the leaf, my dude, P-Dub, prior to his disability, he would have a November... German Fest, October Fest. I call it the Sausage Fest. The Sausage Fest? Roger that. <laughs> For the Germans out there, when I say that the mustard 
the beard? What's the beard? The W beard. The W yeah. beard. So the mustard was Leuven in the tube. I got to get those tube mustards, nice and the and the sharp mustard. Yes. And then the beer each year was a small keg of Warsteiner Dunkel. Warsteiner Dunkel. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yo, for and those then, who don't know, go ahead. And then I'd order from like me people. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and I'd always have currywurst, knockwurst, vice versa, and bratwurst. And then people would try to make their German sides. Like if anybody brought food, they would okay. go out of their way to make the German Kartoffelsalat, potato salad. Right. Um Rotkohl. Somebody actually made an onion pie, which was delicious. Wow, yes, yeah, I remember so, that year. Yes, yes, yes. It sounds bad. It's like a quiche without the egg in it. Like okay. it's, it's, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. Yo, so, that thing blazed. so it was a lot of fun. Oh, and I ordered uh, the bro the brochen, the, the rolls. I'd have those, the real ones. Yes. I tried to make them one year. It's pretty intense. Okay. Yeah, there's all this technique. you got to let it rise three times. Right. You have to put ice in the oven with mm. them cooking so it made the crispy outer oh, really? crust. Yeah, it's like, it was... Uh, Sounds a little difficult. Yeah, so that's why, I, just, like that's why I ordered them later, yeah, frozen, and they came out just fine. They, yes. In fact, they were better than mine. <laughs> Hold on. Now, stop it, Stone. No. Stop it, Stone. <laughs> let me explain something. For those who don't know geography, stop uh, Philly geography. The, the host of this podcast is from Logan in Philly. If you're familiar with Philly, where he's from, Logan is right across the street from Germantown in Philadelphia. So y'all already know. I have to say, it's not very German anymore. Not, not anymore. Anyway. Uh, they all moved yeah, to many, many, yeah, to the many, many moons ago. Yeah, yeah. Many right. moons ago. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not, don't go there, you know, expecting it to be no, German. Not at all. <laughs> no, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> you, you I'm just speaking in, refer in regards awakening. to our German, our German audience. Yeah, if you come over to America, it's specifically Philadelphia, yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Germantown in the sense of German. Hell no, not no more. <laughs> many <laughs> no moons ago, more. that was the case. Many, many moons ago. ago. Yeah. Things and they still got the cobblestones yeah, on the Germantown Avenue. Dramatically. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Philly is suffering right now with uh, a mass number of shootings and violence in the city. Sad to say trying to figure out that reason I know I was listening to something earlier today. It's the same thing in Wilmington. And it's yeah, one, urban it's city. a small square, five square mile city. Man, well, you already know through social media, so on and so forth. General media. Well, you know, Joe Biden, X, Y, Z, go and leave that alone. But, you know, Wilmington is a hot spot. And like, actually, like, right now, a lot of the urban cities, I'm just trying to figure out what's Maybe the reason for that, for the uh, the uptick in shootings. Now you're going political. I think you're going through the, the not necessarily just question, just noticing. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. That's what I the, call it. Just yeah, noticing yeah, observations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's an uptick in violence in the urban cities. That attitude keeps me out of a lot of trouble. Oh, I yeah. just noticed. <laughs> I wasn't. No. Hey, 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 hey. Don't know why. I just happen to notice that Germantown right, but, isn't you know, so German anymore. That is anymore. my city. <laughs> right. Philly is my city. And right now, their numbers are up. They, they all change. I think where was that? In 2007. As far as homicides. Yeah, true, true. As far as you mean. Very good, yes. Yeah, homicides. The homicides is up almost 400 at this point. We'll be in October. So, so those numbers hasn't been that high since maybe October. I'm just going to go 2007. Here. As the token tonight. Yes, sir. No, so, you're crazy yeah. now. 
No, but, you know, this is a question that I think of a lot, and I'm sure most people do, mm-hmm. but it isn't discussed enough on, on the news, mm-hmm. or in general, mm-hmm. not just the news. But you have the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. okay? And, and you have a definite focus on white cops or cops in general, because sometimes they're not white, right. shooting black men. And protests, late night riots, all these things, sh- fought, uh, I don't want to use bad you know, puns here that aren't right, uh, you know, ignite. Right. I want to know why that energy isn't applied to all the black on black crime in Chicago or Wilmington or Philly where there's those neighborhoods where they're shooting each other up. I don't think I've ever heard anybody really talk about that. Now, maybe that's just because the news doesn't, but maybe you you do. I mean, is that a fair question? And I'm sure that I've offended everybody with it. But not at all. No, no, no. Well, no, my, my no. perspective on that would be, no matter where you live, it's demographics. So, again, you say black on black. If that's where you live, that's who you're going to have a dispute with. Right. Whether you live in an Italian neighborhood, those individuals you're going to have to dispute with, that's the ones you know. Yeah, yes, so, yes. So no matter where you live at. If you're a Scorsese fan, you already right. know. If you're in Mexico, in Mexico. So it's based on demographics. Okay. You know. But does it seem to be more concentrated in the black not, community not, than the other? Now, back in the day, the, the mafia was doing... That's what I'm saying. That. So right. yeah, that's what I'm just saying. No. Based on demographics, okay. if so you really, ask me. So, the, but the neighborhoods, I guess, really need to figure out how to come together. Well, but yeah, like I said, have the conversation. Well, it's almost like the Hatfield and McCoys at this point. True. You know? Irish shit. Well, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The feud is so deep between whatever people are upset with, with each other right, that yeah. it can't. Become there's economics. no way to make it neutral. There's no Say way it one more time. Economics. One more time. Economics. As we so, see in the Masonic realm, three times. Say it three times. Economics. Just there. That's for So, yeah. Again. You know, you get these but turf wars, old, drug right. wars, going back and forth. True. You know, and then just plain old revenge. <laughs> right. So, again, that's who you're dealing with. That's your demographics. So, if you live in a black community, your dispute will be with another person of the same race. If you live in the Italian community, same scenario. Yeah. Whether you be Asian. So, that so makes a lot of sense, on. but I don't hear that brought up enough. But there's also... And I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go deep, deep. And my thing is only 15 seconds. The um, host of not Stone, but the host of the Roost. We That's have me. Conversation. P-Dub. Yeah, P Dub. We have conversations on this. And he's an anthropologist by education. But I always said, shout out to Denny Boom, Denny Boom, Denny Boom. Miss you. You need to show up sometime. Here. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's an anthro-historical pathology that go with that. I'm not going to go with that. You're I'm not going to go deep up. with that. Anthro-historical pathology with that. Well, you need to explain what you're saying right now. Anthropos- Anthropology, the study of no, man. No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What you're saying stops at the policy. What, why, what do you mean by the policy? The policy is that... That's what y'all just spoke about in regards to Italian neighborhoods, Irish neighborhood, German neighborhoods, Polish neighborhood, even Russian neighborhoods, so on and so forth. There's a certain level of self-hate. 
real talk. There's a certain level of self-hate and economic advancement to secure the individual or the collective. But there's a historical aspect as far as here on the continent, and I'm gonna leave it alone because that can go into a whole different realm and conversation. I'm gonna stop, go ahead. Okay. Uh, what he basically said is that there is a neighbor-driven or community-driven reality that is its own, even though it's in the city or the state or the country mm -hmm. or the world. You're still going to have... It's almost like family. You, you know, the way you fight with family, you wouldn't necessarily fight you with back your friends. Definitely. You back right? And so... back in a second. It, I'm trying to find the words. It's like an internal struggle, but you still stay together. Because you think with all the strife in these different communities we've outlined, they would have broken up the community by now and moved away. Not meaning the law broke it up, but like, right. I can't live here and I'm moving out. But sometimes with your family, you can't do that. Well, so maybe that, you know, in the realm of what Dubsy just said, that that is a big factor. And then you go back into the historical realities, the economics of it, for instance. Right, like I said, because everybody exactly. can't. You know, preach, up and move based yeah. on economics and saying, oh, I have the money just to pick up and pick move. Up and yeah, and get I'm, out the neighborhood. And I, yeah, you brought up the wherewithal. Uh, that's a big part of why you can't get out of a situation. You right. may want to get out of Absolutely. a situation. But, but you still have to, the finance and the resources to do that. Right, but if the uh, finances will give you enough to move, you might just move into the same situation somewhere else. And that's true. Because you can afford it. Right. Yeah, so money drives a lot and money Absolutely. causes a lot of problems. Definitely does do that. Yeah. So, hey, look, folks, again, this is a good conversation. We're going to have a part two to this thing. Yeah. Appreciate J-Dub, P-Dub yeah. being we, a guest. We fired him, by the way. That's why he's not here. Yeah, anymore. yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's been fired. Definitely. <laughs> With all those big words and folks who didn't follow, we do apologize. Um, we will uh, attach Wikipedia and the dictionary to the podcast so you can decipher what he was talking about. But nonetheless, we thank you for listening. Thank you for being a guest, P Dub. Thank yeah, you for having it. me. Yeah, and maybe next time we'll try to get into uh, some good work, Dubsy and I call it. Where Definitely. It's, 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 a, it's a strong and tough conversation, but it has a goal Absolutely. to expand your awareness of whatever you're talking Thank you. about. Right. Yeah. It was a little deeper. So today we were just kind of getting used to a little each other. surface, right? Get a little yeah. surface, folks. We're going to do a part two here. And I promise we won't talk about roads or, you know, the, mon <laughs> the mundane. You know, get you into addresses and stuff you'll never know. <laughs> and by the way, if you're coming to Delaware for a vacation because of this podcast, go to that Key, Key West place I spoke about. Oh, that. yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't go to Delaware, nah, baby. Nah, Unless you want to see screen door factories. You want to take a tour of one of those. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, folks, thanks for listening. Appreciate you listening. Another episode of Smoke World has been put in the books. Again, follow me on Instagram, Smoke World 50 Instagram. Send those emails to smokeworld50 at gmail.com. I will see you guys on the other side. Stay safe and stay blessed. Peace.